Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Andy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racists. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of this shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Hay would be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. Hey, J.L. Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. <laughs> what up, Dominique? Puerto Rico. Suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico. Uh, Puerto Rico. Suave. Hey, what's happening with y'all? Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. Petey Steele is hey. back. Hey, three guys on. Right back at y'all. Oh, what's up? Gang, gang, happy to be back right back with y'all. Gang, gang, uh, happy Monday, gang, happy gang. Monday, gang, gang. Happy Thursday, freeloaders. You know, Mighty Real, happy Thursday <laughs> to you. Yeah, happy Thursday, Mighty Real. Fucking freeloaders. Fucking freeloaders. My boy Rohan actually sent a thing to you, Andy. Oh, did he? He said, um, he said hey, you tell Andy it's fucking freeloaders for life. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag, oh, yeah. hashtag FFLFL. Taking the power back. Yeah. I wanted to be a freeloader. <laughs> this is what I prefer, he actually. You to know. He also thinks that we should get rid of um, get rid of the cook of the word the cookout. Oh really? <laughs> he wants the one who wants to know why people don't ever say barbecue like I'm going to a barbecue. I thought that was someone told me and I was that a black woman. There's a difference between cookout and barbecue, just saying the word cookout is is whack. I'm saying that I think barbecue is a down south Texas thing like Gene Shorts. He's from Houston. He's from yeah. Dallas. So yeah. it's like Gene Shorts. Have you seen the thing going around as I'm this I'm this many years old? It's like I'm I'm this small many years of buying something such a Oh yeah, yeah, buying, yeah. I was yeah, just yeah, about yeah. to put one up. I'm uh uh wearing jean wearing jean shorts and fake combat boots years old. <laughs> uh like an early nineties video. Yeah. I'm wearing Sears tough skin jeans years old. <laughs> yep, classic tough skins. Mm-hmm. I had those. Yep. Uh the today years old joke got played out pretty I was today years old when I found out yeah, it didn't blah, last blah, long. blah blah. It's just people riffing on the same joke. That's all. It's a lot of non comedians using a joke formula. Fucking non comedians. Um yeah, you know what? Fucking freeloaders for life. You guys can have it. You guys you guys supported us before we had a Patreon. We don't have hostilities to freeloaders, but if you got a few bucks, we'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Until you fill the kitty, Petey Steele just going to meditate on all the Thursday episodes. Yeah. He's here at low energy. He, he wasn't that way on Monday, I'll tell you that Nope, much. he was up. Yeah, or 20 minutes ago. <laughs> he wasn't that way just a few minutes ago. He was up. Ain't no romance without finance. <laughs> hey, come see me at the DC Improv with Chris Lamberth and Paul Verzi starting tonight, this week, Thursday through Sunday. It's fire. I've seen Paul Verzi open for Bill Burr, I think, back at yeah. Constitution Hall, right? Yeah, Burr has been a big champion for Verzi. And uh, I think Burr actually retweeted or tweeted 
go see him in DC this week. Nice. Yeah. Like, uh, last week he tweeted it. So yeah, been friends for a while. Yeah, they've been uh, they've worked together a lot too. Bill Burr's used him as an opener a lot. Maybe I'll network. You know, like hey Paul, can you introduce me to Bill Burr? I, I worked with him once years ago. Well, he was Billy Burr. Yeah, I opened for Billy Burr wow. at uh, Teddy's House of Comedy. Ah, <laughs> in Washington D.C. The crossover room. Yeah, flex more, flex more. Only time I've ever ever quit a week. <laughs> Midweek, <laughs> only time. I usually show up for my spots. Women, to quit. we got discounts for y'all. You got to be an eight and a half out of ten, though. You got to have a car on your life. Yeah. Have a job, a car note. They had a beauty of the week on their website. <laughs> Comedy club. <laughs> Not a jet beauty of the week, just a woman. No, mm-hmm. no. No, this was a comedy club website that had a beauty of the week. It didn't last very long. The club didn't last very long. But yeah, they had the a website's whole website's still up. It's on archive.org. <laughs> you have to get it on. I, I, I feel like I might have a link to it somewhere. Um, let me see if I can find it. I think I've emailed it to someone before. This was an O2. This is when the yeah, website. You emailed it to me. <laughs> it might have been you and other people, too. <laughs> I, I feel like I've I've kept that link around. But that was um, that was when websites looked different. <laughs> it, it was a different world as far as that goes. But oh yeah, yeah, there it is. Archive.org. You must be on a scale of one to ten, at least seven. This is the beauty of the yeah. week for that website. If you would like, I think I've pulled this up on the podcast before. If you would like to become a beauty of the week, here's what we're looking for. Number one, we need three photos. <laughs> 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 Number two, your age. Number three, occupation. Occupation. Number four, list of hobbies or favorite pastime. Number five, comments about Teddy's House of Comedy. Note, you must be on a scale of one to ten, at least a seven. Must be a beautiful person. Have it going on in your career. <laughs> Attend shows at Teddy's House of Comedy. <laughs> you don't have to have be a mo- going on in your, in your career. career. You don't have to be a model, but you do have to be pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Every beauty well, of the week winner priorities. <laughs> will receive a six-month pass on all food and drink. Holy shit! As well as free admissions to the club. Six months. Six months of free food and drink. Free food, free drink, no free clubbing. It went out of business. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! Somebody got drunk. <laughs> Trying to get you drunk, girl. Don't don't fuck with them. Yeah. A six-month pass. Yeah. So that was a club uh, that I quit halfway through the week it <laughs> wasn't it wasn't working out for me wasn't working um billy burr was headlining and um i remember bumping into him later a few years later two years later probably at luna lounge in new york and i was like hey man i don't know if you remember i opened for you with that teddy's house of comedy and he was like oh man i almost got a fight with that guy because <laughs> so i was telling him i was like sorry man i have to quit the week <laughs> like i don't tell you i couldn't i couldn't be around that the Blues Brothers, shit, they still owe you money. They still owe you money. <laughs> the Blues Brothers, <laughs> shit, they still owe you money. <laughs> Babe, this is the Blues Brothers. The Blues Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> so that website is still around. You're going to keep your four fried chickens. <laughs> <laughs> and your, your burnt toast. <laughs> Uh, there was a there was another thing on that website. I'm trying to find it. Of course, you can't navigate because it's 
archive.org. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really give you the same options, but there was another thing that would come up on that. Side. Okay, now I'm on the main page of Teddy's House of Comedy. There was like a, a song that would start playing on one of the pages. Let me see if it'll still play. Uh, home about THC, upcoming events, Soul Tavern, Photo Gallery, Beauty of the Week, Show Tickets, Group Sales, Employment, and Contact Us. Oh, man, there's all this stuff. 17 years ago. That's wild. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was over by Verizon Center or whatever it's called now, Capital One Arena. It was MCI back then, right? Yeah, it might have still been MCI. I think it was Verizon by then. No, but then, yeah. But this was uh, that era of like that when it was, uh, yeah, it was it was a post Verizon Center change, I think, 2002. Yeah, there's no photos in the photo gallery. Um, you can join the e-list <laughs> if you want. Oh, on the main page, by the way, um, you know they have the web, the picture, Teddy's House of Comedy. Mm-hmm. They have all the things, mm-hmm. and at the bottom of the page, it says. Get a free house alarm system from Teddy's House of Comedy <laughs> and Trinity Protection. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, let us install your alarm. We won't make our own little password for it. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Your house has to have it going on. <laughs> we want to see three pictures of your house. Well, three pictures of your house. Needs to have it going on. Reverse going mortgages on. need not apply. doesn't have to be huge, but it has to be pretty. <laughs> doesn't have to be a model home but it has to be pretty. pretty three photos of your house no negatives <laughs> <laughs> gotta have some curb appeal if you know what I'm saying <laughs> yep that was the side hustle it was selling at home alarms from Trinity <laughs> <laughs> I guess Trinity was a sponsor for them I guess so uh, one, of, one of them worked there yeah he might have known a guy that worked there Plus I do the remember productions. I do remember this though um on the first night of that week, this club was pretty new at this point. On the first night of that week, they were filming a local TV commercial for local cable access for Teddy's House of Comedy outside. They had all these girls. <laughs> um, all their beauties of the weeks. Yeah, I think it was. They hadn't even opened that many weeks. Yeah. They had some. They had some maybe contenders for beauty of the week, but they had this whole thing where they were like. You know how they like local commercials is like the group of people outside of the store going, right. come on in, you know, whatever. Teddy's House of Comedy is great. And me and Billy Burr were sitting inside um, and Teddy comes out, uh, comes in from outside. He's like, hey, uh, you, uh, Andy Klein, Billy Burr, come outside. I want to, we're doing the commercial. And we're like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? We're doing the commercial. Come out, come outside. We're, we're, we're filming the commercial. And I was like, we're filming a commercial. What? And I managed to stay inside. <laughs> I don't know if I, I had, I'm, I don't know if I had a cell phone yet. I got my first cell phone in 02. I might have taken a fake phone call. <laughs> that might have been the genesis of the fake phone call. Whatever it was that I did, I managed to like, oh, I'll be right out and never come out. But Bill Burr went outside. And there's probably some B-roll footage in someone's shoebox somewhere of, of a young Billy Burr going, come on over to Teddy's House of Comedy for some laughs and beauty. <laughs> but I luckily was not included in that footage. Yeah, there was a, there used to be a song to play when you went on this website. Um, so we be clubbing? It was something like, uh, it was like a voiceover, like a DJ talking. Oh, like, Jesus. 
like uh, <laughs> some shit they made. You want to see some funny shows? Yeah, but it was like a yeah, but it was like over like a an established beat, of course. People weren't making beats on their computers back then. Probably in the club. That was the big hit around then. Yeah, I feel like maybe if I maybe if I was on this site on a desktop. Sound the fucking house along. It would play. I'm gonna try to get that on my desktop one day. If I if I can get it, I'll just record that little audio clip. Um. Yeah. So there you go, guys. Uh, Somebody back then in 2002 got a six month pass. For being pretty, uh, six months of food and drink, and then the club was closed in two months. So my club, my job, got it going on. <laughs> <laughs> must be on a scale of one to ten. Must must be at scale least one. a seven. Also, do people keep breaking in your house? Not Charms anymore. Alarm. <laughs> Hi, I'm Billy Burr for Trinity <laughs> Protection. <laughs> Hi, I'm Billy Burr for Teddy's House of Comedy and Trinity Protection. Uh, get some laughs. Protect your ass. Teddy's has a comedy. Uh, let's do emails. We got a couple comments and emails. We got a comment from Shay on Patreon who said, we got to get Randolph a cocoa butter sponsorship. Queen, is it Helen or Helen? Helene? H-E-L-E-N-E? What is that brand? Oh, that's a... a Queen a, Helen? Black, uh, black, uh, the black section of the okay. of the store is it pronounced? Is it you a, get a Sally's Helen with an E? Just probably Helene. I don't Helene. know. That's Queen Helene. Queen Helene. Helene or something. Um, so yeah, Randolph should get the cocoa butter sponsorship. We should, as a podcast, get a Popeyes uh, I'm endorsement on both cases. E. Uh, Courtney on Patreon says thanks Randolph for talking about Caster Semenya and the trans issue in strength sports. So I'm diagnosed with PCOS, a syndrome in which women produce more androgens. I live in constant fear of my potential success in the sport because I'm worried that what happened to Semenya will happen to me at some point. You don't really fuck around with it in powerlifting like that. Maybe on the Olympic level. Yeah. But she says, from my perspective, being a freak of nature isn't, uh, quote, freak of nature isn't easy. And sports is one of the few places that genetic freaks can finally feel like they are achieving and thriving to take away that opportunity to feel like you fit somewhere would be incredibly devastating, no doubt. And by the way, I wouldn't call you a freak as much as I would call you an anomaly. Yeah, we should put freaking quotes. Just yeah. an anomaly. Yeah. I was really upset about it all week, and I appreciate you guys' take on the matter. The transgender issue is upsetting to me, too, because, yes, it's not scientifically fair for them to compete against cis women, but I empathize with them because there are very few opportunities for them to compete in strength sports and not have to sacrifice their gender identities and overall mental health. I really hope they eventually get their own organizations or divisions because they, sh- they shouldn't have to be harassed, denigrated, or shunned for pursuing a hobby or a passion. Anyways, great show, y'all. I love you guys. Thank you, Courtney. Thank you. We yeah, agree. I, th- I think this. At some point, people are going to figure out so, a way to sort of uh, include, without the the butt hurt people in ninth uh, place. To me, if it's uh, if it's naturally occurring in your body, good yeah. luck. <laughs> good well, luck. that's but natural. Good luck. Like we talked about being uh, sort of between the genders naturally occurs to people. Yeah. Also, so you know, that's but the why thing it was when you happen. change, you're changing your sex. Specifically from male to female, and they're competing against yeah, the air quotes natural born females, particularly in the combat sports yeah. or strength sports. You know, the new thing now is Castor Samea. They're saying, well, she can run against men. Well, her times against men aren't even beginning to be comparable. We have an email from Abasi. Shout out to Abasi, who yeah. is a runner. Yeah. So uh, he does address that. I 
since I started following Abasi on Instagram, I'm just uh, looking at his times. He posts. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's a lot faster than I could ever run. <laughs> He's like, yeah. oh, it's just a, you know, that's today's run. You know what about, yeah, and he's blown. He's knocking the doors off. Right. So what's he got to say? Right. So, well, let's, here's the email. Um, what it is, baby, what it is, baby. Yo, just wanted to reach out to you all and check in. Congrats again to Mr. Randy for getting the writing gig. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate you. I, by the way, as I read this, um, if in case I stumble uh, over any words, I always kind of read ahead with a boss's yeah, emails because yeah, yeah, yeah. he tries yeah. to get me on the N word. He's trying to get you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's in this one. I actually have. It. I just skimmed this one when he first sent it, but I didn't read it all the way. Um, okay, so yeah, congrats to Randy. I congratulated him via the gram, but wanted to do yes, it official. Did, Appreciate both of them. As a fifty-year-old black man, you're really making moves out here in these Caucasian streets. <laughs> <laughs> Still cutting N words off though. <laughs> <laughs> so, but That's what it, I do. Yeah, it didn't say N words though. I, I modified this email. I'm still Team Mike B. The kid is climbing the sock puppet ranks. <laughs> we got Petey Steele sitting in right now. Hey. Top three easy now. Shout out to you too, Andy, for finally following your boy on the gram. I feel like I made it now. Um, Mike question. B. Top three. Are we going by volume or quality? Which one? Well, he's been both lately. He's really? been on a lot. He Andy's comes around. Right. Uh, you know. Uh, who we haven't had on, which actually a bossy's next question. Question, what WTF happened to the other socks? Can we get an update on? Here's Everybody's a list. Everybody's just been in stuff. Let me see. Here's a list. Frankie, which we kind of uh, gave an update last week. Frankie is, moves is hard to catch up with. We record on the weekends, and Frankie yeah. is doing comedy on the weekends making moves out of the area. So yeah. she has to travel to shows. But generally, she's out of reach to do the podcast lately. Uh, Elton. We just talked to Elton like just a Just talked ago. to Elton. I think yes. he'll be on again soon. Yeah. Um, Haywood, uh, eight thousand children. Yeah, <laughs> hard to get away. We need to we need to make an effort with Haywood because I think he kind of waits for us to ask. Mm-hmm. But he could probably make time uh, during like certain seasons. He's coaching. I think right now he's not. So this is probably the better time to get him to do the podcast because sometimes he's like, yeah, I got kids and they got sports and I'm a coach. So uh, Russ, Russ Green has four children. Yeah. We, a lot of kids. I've talked to this came up a couple weeks ago too. I've talked to Russ, and I think he needs us to ask him. Yeah, like he's he doesn't come to us, so we should probably make yeah. an effort with Russ. Uh, it's one of the things where everybody just waits for the other person to ask. Uh, usually with the sock puppets, it's just like, we'll we'll just see you yeah, bump see into you, you, but we don't see Frankie as much lately. We don't see Russ. We definitely don't see Russ. Uh, Courtney. Uh, New York, but now we can Skype with him. Yeah, Courtney's pre-puppet. So, yeah. You know, we should Skype. He's not really a puppet, though. Yeah, we should Skype. And then Mike. That's Mike Eltringham. Again, he's just, moving back just to town, moved. right? I don't know if he's in town. I think somewhere in Virginia. I don't know if it's northern Virginia. It's like us, our area near us, but he is moving. He just maybe just moved already. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, once we figure out his situation, we have we have not. That's another one. You don't see him and he's. Normally, we just casually, like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? You want to do the podcast or whatever? And if we don't see you casually, he's not hitting us up. Can I do your podcast? We're not hitting him up. So we're kind of like waiting for each other. So thank you for the reminder, Abbasi. Um, Abbasi says, I know Dom and Romaine got new babies and shit, but just asking. <laughs> they do have new babies and shit. Um, I haven't and met. And shit, yeah. yeah. I haven't met Dominic. I live it close to Dominic. New baby. I haven't gone to see the baby or anything. Um, we'll have Dominic on soon. Though. If we record at my place, it's pretty easy for Dominic to just you know, hand the baby to his wife. <laughs> Here, you take this for a couple hours and come over to record. 
Uh, Abasi says, lastly, to add to your last week convo about Caster Semenya, uh, shit's trash, young. <laughs> Plus, they luncheon. <laughs> old school, uh, old school DC. He's from this area. Uh, yeah, she's been dominating the past five years, but yep. A, she has not been undefeated, and B, she doesn't even hold the record for the women's 800. Mm. Meaning, even with her advantage, she has proven, or quote advantage, she has proven to be beaten and isn't even I'm the fastest sure I, woman. I'm pretty sure I said that. that isn't even the fastest world, woman though. to ever run the 800 world record since 83 yeah. is 153.28. Uh, Jamila Kratchvilova, mm. Kratchvilova. Uh, Caster's personal best is 155.16, set two years ago. So 153.28 is the record. 155.16. Imagine how fast she'd be going if she was taking something. I know. <laughs> uh, she also runs the 400 and the 1500, which she is ranked 17th and 22nd in, respectively. So if her advantages were actually advantages, she'd be dominating in any event she ran then, right? Fuck out of here, bro. Like Randy said, genetics or not, you still have to train and get to that highest level. Mm -hmm. Them and words, some hoes. <laughs> I'll say hoes. Uh, also, they tried to do this to another woman athlete. Her name is Brittany Griner. She's like 6'7 and used to play for Baylor University in mm -hmm. Waco, Texas. Mm -hmm. Because of her appearance, deep voice, and dominance. Tomahawk dunk. Um, yeah, she was... She can tomahawk. She does, she does like drop step dumps, like two yeah. step bang. Let's, mm -hmm. let's ban the dunk shot. <laughs> yeah. Um, Abbasi says, as it always goes, Andy, you the truth. Randy, you the real. What the, when the, and where the fuck is Tim? Uh, I heard you said something about him getting a podcast. You know what? Tim recorded with Russ, but I don't think he's put it out yet. Uh, but Tim is putting himself out there more. If you look at his Instagram, he's putting a lot of videos up. He's doing um, like live stuff when he's on Facebook. So I think it's just a matter of time till his podcast drops. Uh, all right, y'all, I'm out. Well, all right, thanks, Abbasi, for the email. And um, yeah, that's good insight that she's not even necessarily blowing the field away. Mm -mm. So this woman who... The, the particular white lady who was mad about her. It's like, well, hey, wait a white minute. white lady? <laughs> hey, white lady. Who has no shot. Yeah. So uh, three guys on at Gmail if you guys want to email us. And you can also comment on Patreon. If you tweet at us, like I always say, we do read the tweets. We don't always, sometimes I'll just do like a like or a retweet. We don't always get down and dirty into the comments. But let me see what we had last week for tweets. We did. I know we did. We did have one tweet uh, from Keith Blair who said, "All this three guys on inside Popeyes talk has me ordering like a white woman at Starbucks." Um, you know, Keith, if you really want to go inside Popeyes, you don't order. It's you go off the menu and make the barbecue sandwich. You get two biscuits. Yeah, tell him, tell him, Andy. You get a thigh or two. If you order individual pieces, they come with biscuits. Get two thighs. Get some barbecue sauce. They have it there. Ask them for some barbecue sauce. Bring it home. Take some tongs or use your hands. Pull the meat off the chicken. Shred it a little bit. Mix it up in the barbecue sauce. Slice open your biscuits. Those are your two buns. Make two barbecue chicken sandwiches with a Popeye's biscuit as the bread. That was on the menu. No one ever ordered it. Um, I think dark meat works, works best, but there you go. That, try that, Keith. That's off the menu. You can't even order that at Popeye's. So you have to go home and construct <laughs> that go yourself. Go home and make that. Um, Gregorio posted, hey, Popeye's chicken, three guys on have been preaching the good graces for years about Cajun Sparkle. Throw some shine and sponsorship their way. Trying to come on in. We've, been, we've been pushed. How long now? How long we got to push these people? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel, I feel like it's... Um, 
Yeah, they they've heard our I, I, we've tagged them before. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, like Wendy's on social media is very active. Popeyes doesn't fuck seem to yeah, give a fuck. Chance the rapper just got the spicy nuggets back. Was that him that did it? Yeah, I bought some Wendy's stock the other day. Actually, <laughs> oh, really? yeah, the uh, CEO was on Kramer the night before. I had some money. It's cheap. It's a good value right now. He gives a shit ton of money to to Trump. Oh, yeah. he does. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Stop ruining that. my fucking ah. problem of being woke, dude. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, I'm hitting snooze on that one because Wendy's <laughs> gonna make me some money. I'll give ten points to the fucking. ACLU or yeah, give it back. A whatever. Bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, Popeyes. If you're listening, you know we'll take some endorsement money. We can, we can extol the virtues of your product. And that's it for emails this week. All right, no y'all. More tweets. Be sure yeah. to hit us. Thanks so much for the emails. Did you guys see <laughs> the Loquisha trailer? I refu- I I watched it, but I didn't listen to it. It's funny. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Sported. You know, Pat Oswalt. I think it's just. A, I don't think it's real at this point. I was Pat Oswalt asked that question. Real. He asked, "Is it fake?" Because yeah. he first posted it, like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. And then he said, "I think this might. It's got to be fake, right?" And so then people went on. It has an IMDb page. Uh, there's a comedian named Dwayne Perkins in it. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne What's Perkins is uh, like a legit comic. He has a podcast. Uh, he's the guy. I think he's the guy where people years ago, probably in the Billy Burr era, uh, emailed me and said, this guy did your joke on Last Comic Stating, which he didn't. We just had a very, very, very similar joke. I think that was him. But he's been around for a long time. He's a legit comic. And I think he's a clean comic, too, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. But um, he's in that movie. He's in the trailer. And... People are posting now clips of the guy who's like the writer of the movie and the star of him doing that Loquisha character voice like five, six <laughs> years ago, like in a video clip. He has a clip of like a reel of him, an uh, acting reel of him doing his little characters and stuff. So it could be a parody. It could be a sh- holding up a mirror to somebody. It's ridiculous. Or it could be a real movie, but there's not a lot of indication that it's a Who's parody. the producer? Nick DiPaolo? <laughs> Like the Paul is like missed opportunity. I can't believe I passed on that. The writer director says this is coming from the root is uh, Jeremy Saville. Yeah. Who? Let's see. I didn't say anything about production. Yeah, he's the writer and star. Writer director and star. It's him. It's his baby. Loquisha is his baby. But it's getting a lot of reaction, and of course, it's uh, the. 700 on on YouTube, 700 likes, 790 likes, 6,600 dislikes. Mm-hmm. He don't care. They don't care, dude. But that's what makes me like- Dislikes is action. If this was like a parody or something, at some point they'd have to let people in on it and be like, oh, this is, guys, this is like a, a satire. It's a send up of <laughs> bad, uh, you know, clumsy race movies. But the trailer does not- <laughs> Nope, trailer looks like it's like real. Go ahead and play. No, it, the man. trailer looks real. Okay, here's a Loquisha trailer. <laughs> Loquisha spell. If you guys are looking for it on YouTube, L O Q U E E S H A. Loquisha, starring a white man, by the way, who uh, becomes Loquisha. Just the right person. What's your secret? I'm really just talking to myself. I don't charge for my advice. Well, you should, because it was amazing. I saw this, and I thought of you. You will be a hit in no time. Welcome to the Joe Show. I submitted myself to a radio station for my own show. 
Well, congratulations. They rejected me. Well, congratulations then. You weren't right for your own show. Jason skipped it. it sounds like some shit that uh, white school. men in, in the industry right now are complaining about. It's very hard for a white guy to get in. Yeah, it's very you hard. Know? Very hard. You know what I mean? It's very difficult for a white man. Very hard for a white men to, to make a movie. <laughs> to make a movie, yeah. Or to get a radio job. 13000 a semester? That's who needs their own show. If I was a black woman, I'd be perfect. She's brilliant. I know. Get her in here. Loquisha gonna be the biggest thing in radio. But well, I still need my anonymity. You nervous? It's not a crime. It's That's Dwayne Perkins. Yeah. You learn with Loquisha. What's your problem? Hi, Loquisha. It's Bree. Oh, I ain't talking to you. Not the way you sound. Next caller. You go, girl. You just be good to her. Okay, if a you lot of you yourself, go, girl. You can be good to others. Don't be too good because the police will come around. Yeah. Where did you get this? I got another job. Doing what? Consulting work. What the hell would you know about being a white guy anyway? I know quite a bit. Loquisha is a real role model for every African-American woman on this planet. Jesus. Like the whole city has a Quisha mania. I am Loquisha, officer. What was that? I think I might be a black woman trapped in a white man's body. You need to talk to Loquisha. Just because she's a woman and a black person doesn't mean that she doesn't understand you. Is this really happening? I'm on a bridge above the river and I'm gonna jump. But thanks for calling. Enjoy your jump. I gotta start listening to her. Coming soon. Coming soon. Loquisha. The Minstrel Show. <laughs> Coming soon. Uh, back, we're coming back with more Amos and Andy. <laughs> hey, y'all. I'm Loquisha. It's the Kingfish character. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> which is why I feel like it's, it's, it's got to be real because, I well, I don't know. I, I feel like the, the existence of of Dwayne Perkins and it makes me think well he's a comic and maybe there's like uh, there's some there's some shit going on in the movie that's not in the trailer mm. but maybe he's just an actor looking for a job maybe. you know it's like you maybe know, he's I, friends with this dude he might be friends with this dude you might think it's fine to put minstrelly back out minstrels back out into society yeah that's all this really is it's just a minstrel show um yeah it's uh he's getting trash in the comments it's a long history of this down through Early radio shows. So. Yeah, he's just missing the blackface. Mm-hmm. But when on radio, you don't need. But it. on Amos and Andy on radio, they just yeah. we're just two white guys. They're just wearing sweats. Yeah, <laughs> just like they just show up to work. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they don't need to dress up in character for two that. White guys yeah. just acting like how black people act, just yeah. like this guy. He just acts just <laughs> like black women. <laughs> Goddamn ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, Quisha. I haven't checked Paul Booty's Twitter yet to see if he had a. <laughs> Is still is he, alive? he is alive. He's just not all there, from what I've been told. Yeah, but oh man, what? No, he commented on the Michael Jackson documentary. Mm-hmm. Tweeted something out saying like, "Don't believe that bullshit documentary. Just listen to <laughs> Michael Jackson's music." Oh, yeah. okay. and that's exactly how he sounded when he tweeted it. <laughs> you have to sound like that when you mm-hmm. do it. Uh, Loquisha has a Loquisha movie has a Twitter feed. God, they have not tweeted since August of 2018. Coming soon. Yeah. Minstrelly. Um, and it looks like it looked maybe it, it was someone else's Twitter feed, and they just changed the the Twitter name because it's it's not like hype for the movie. They have a tweet about Ryan Lochte from 2016. 
They have a tweet about, slavery isn't something that went away after the Civil War. If your mind is in a prison, you ain't free. Hashtag be free. That's the Loquisha account from August of 2018. Say that again. Slavery isn't something that went away after the Civil War. If your mind is in a prison, then you ain't free. Is that Hmm. like when Kanye West was talking about slavery? Sounds like. But you can change the the at name on Twitter and all the old tweets still show up. So it could have been this guy's personal Twitter and then he changed it for the movie. Because this Twitter account was started in August 2012, the Loquisha movie account. But I bet it was a different under a different name at that point. Um, so there's not a whole lot to tell you if it's real or not. There are some people on Twitter asking if it's fake, though. Laquisha was filmed once in 2017, then again in 2018. All the info from the movie seems to come from Jeremy Saville. He's the star, including the trivia. There's trivia on IMDb, which is all fake and mostly written by him. So who knows? Hmm. It has an IMDb page. Still may not come out. A down on his luck white radio host. Here's the, <laughs> let me see the log line for this. A white guy pretends to be a black female radio host and becomes a huge hit. <laughs> uh, it's listed as a comedy. Release date July 12th, 2019. What are you guys doing on July 12th, 2019? Yo, I'm lining up. The Birdies, oh, I thought improv. I, I thought for a second it said it all sold out, but uh, it just says we'll see you next weekend for Paul Verzer. Yeah, it'll be close to sold out by then. Yeah. Uh, Loquisha Comedy 2019, July 12th. I bet it won't be uh, released in widely in theaters. Maybe it'll be straight to Amazon. Oh, if you look at the trailer on YouTube, the co- or the thumbs down is in like the hundreds of thousands versus yeah. the thumbs up. The one I just watched, it might I don't know if it's the official one, but it was like six thousand down and seven hundred up. Nobody yeah. gets it, man. You don't get the satire <laughs> that's happening here, man. <sighs> yeah, there's a the cast of forty three people on IMDb with a credit for this movie, so it's a real movie. It's not a Dude, fake. The guy, the guy that's the lead, is, wrote it. Yeah, it's not like I, like people were thinking it's a fake trailer, like a sketch. Mm-hmm. But there were too many like there were too many shots of like sets. You right. know, like there's a radio station, there's a bridge. Like, you wouldn't do that for a fake trailer. Uh, well, and you also, wouldn't use that music from like Get Shorty, <laughs> right? <laughs> there's also a cast list on IMDb with people who are. This is their movie credit, so it's not a fake sketch. Oh, it's real. You know. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy Saville is an actor and writer known for Loquisha in <laughs> 2019 <laughs> and The Test in 2012 and Modern Family. Was he like a, they have a bit part of Modern, Modern Family? that character that uh, Giannis does. Oh, uh, the Puerto Rican yeah. woman? Some Maurice? Oh, uh, Marisa Rodriguez? Yeah. yeah. I'm a transsexual from the Lower East Side. <laughs> not my fault. Jesus Christ messed up. Yeah. I got an idea. My life's not going good. What if I was black? <laughs> <laughs> what if I was black, but you never saw me in public. A down Ooh. on his luck white guy thinks things aren't going so well. But what if I was a black guy? Oh, wait, a woman. And things start going better. <laughs> I'm making money now. Loquisha <laughs> right. knows what she's talking about. God. <laughs> First caller, you're on the air with Loquisha. 
Do you imagine if it was a lesbian? It'd be called like Down Low Queefa or some shit. That's the sketch. <laughs> That's the parody right there. Hey, why not? Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I haven't trolled YouTube for like interview clips from this guy, not just from this movie, but from the past or like maybe old stand-up clips. Um, he seems like he's probably a comic or an actor or both. Jeremy Savile. What's he got on here? Jeremy Savile performs stand-up. What year is this? 2006. Okay. It's really great to be here. What? This is not my real voice at all, but it's charming. And so... <laughs> I use it to pick up the ladies because whenever you see a bird anyway, you just walk up to him like he's just being like, hey, want to give it a go? So he's a, he's, a, he's an actor who does stand-up. Yeah. You know, he's one of those guys. Like, I do characters. I can do voices. Uh, he's got a lot of, he does have sketches on his YouTube page. Doesn't have a ton of videos. Uh, he's got a movie called The Test that was in his IMDb profile. He's got sketches. He's got other. He has another stand-up set from 2012 at the comedy store. The most important thing in a relationship is honesty. You have got to be honest with the person that you're worth because the point is, if they end up hanging around long enough, they're going to find out who you are anyway, right? So what I do is right up front. I tell them the truth. I just lay my cards right out on the table the very first time we go out on a date. I'll say things like, I want you to know, I'm really, really screwed up. And I'm counting on you to fix me. So about 95% leave then, you know, the rest of the 5%, they're codependents, they're in my ballparks. I'm hanging with them, and then I'll say things like, um, well, I can't promise to give you an orgasm, but I am willing to chip in on a vibrator. <laughs> Get him with the dick jokes. <laughs> yeah, so I I don't know where he found the funding for this movie. It seems like it's <laughs> all his stand-up clips have like 327 <laughs> views. It's not like he's got a thriving channel here. It had a credit at the beginning of the trailer, some film festival. What, what was it? Oh, I don't know. It wasn't Keynes or anything, but it was. Was like, that maybe a fake film festival? I wonder. That's a good point of uh, evidence, yeah. maybe. Well, it's a comedy, though, so you can kind of just chalk it up to, oh, uh, that's part of the joke. It's a comedy movie, so they put a fake film festival. I could see someone doing that. Yeah, there's uh, not much on this, guys. A lot of fucking. We probably know people who know him if he's a stand-up uh, sure. in L.A. I, that's the tweets I'm looking for. It's like, oh, this piece of shit? Like, I want to see, yeah. like, somebody yeah. talk about him on Twitter to see if he's legit, like, if he's actually a satire artist or, or he what. He sounds like he's just an actor. Yeah. An actor doing stand-up. Yeah. I got an idea. Why don't I pretend I'm black? couldn't sell it to any studios so he made it himself say what you want haters but i think this junk's going platinum <laughs> starring the young black teenagers <laughs> yeah firstborn ata scribbles race is a state of mind 
It's not an actual thing. It's a state of mind. So there you go. That's the Loquisha trailer. It's taking the world by storm. Maybe they'll re-edit the movie. Maybe they'll fix the problems. You know, like the Sonic the Hedgehog movie where people were mad at the CGI on the hedgehog and Sonic the Hedgehog, or the people from the movie were like, guys, we listened and we're going to fix that problem. What were they mad about the hedgehog? It was weird looking. It didn't look like the video game hedgehog. It had um, teeth. It had weird teeth. It just wasn't. It, it wasn't Did it have right. Spikes. Uh, I th- it had like fur. It just didn't look. It was right. blue. It was blue. Wow. And who gives a fuck? It's a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Mm-hmm. You know, no one's going to see it anyway. No one's been like, I've been waiting for twenty yeah. years. You mean you haven't? You haven't been for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie? Where's Tails? Where's Tails? Huh? How come you didn't? Is that for the sequel only? So people got mad about that, and the Sonic people listened. They were like, we've heard your concerns, and we're going to now uh, redo the CGI on Sonic the Hedgehog. So maybe they'll redo Loquisha, and it won't be. he'll be doing like a, a British lady's voice. We like British women. They come in and fix things on, on HGTV shows. We do like British women. You know, he could have done that. He could have been, uh, I don't know what's a classic fix British kids name. and houses. <laughs> right. So, uh, oh, see, now I'm, I got all these. All these uh, on Monday's episode, Randolph and I got an email, and now um, I'm reading it we're in a group text. Right now. And my phone keeps buzzing. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> so It's not no big deal. Yeah, no, I, I'm just, I can't. I can't do those two things at once. No. So, uh, yeah, Loquisha, go see it on uh, July 12th. I'm going to see, we're going to see Nas on July 14th. Exactly. Are you oh, going? yeah, I'm going. I, I have a ticket. My girl Kate and I are going to go. We're yeah. in the orchestra. Yeah, you know, I bought tickets late, so I'm kind of in the, the section just behind the orchestra. I got them that morning. Yeah, I meant to, and I kind of forgot all about it and um, went back later, like a, like a week or two later, in decent seats. I got to get online and buy that... Uh, Prodigy Hennessy shirt from the fucking Shook Ones video. <laughs> to wear in tribute. Yeah. I think Haywood might be going too. Is he? I think he mentioned going. Just oh, independent of us going, I think he might have gotten a ticket or maybe him and some other people are going. Um, that's July 14th. So we can go see Loquisha on July 12th and then see if Nas can follow that yeah. two days later on Sunday, July 14th. I don't know, man. With the NSO pops, that kind of you know whitens his attempt a little bit. You know? Have you heard the album though? When he did that, mm-hmm. Illmatic, yeah, the, that one the on, first time it should be on YouTube. The Illmatic album that he did with the with them. Oh yeah, it's from back Spotify. at the Kennedy Center. Yeah, right. I remember. I almost went to that too. So oh, did I. Haywood was went. gonna go, and then he bailed, and no one else could go. Yeah, I had. I mean, I, I listened to that album quite a bit. Actually, I like that album a lot. It's going to be the same shit. Yeah. They're not going to rearrange the, the songs. The whole thing, orchestrally. I but I'm wondering if he'll... Because that's an album. Do what? Are they going to have a cannon? A cannon? Dude, I want a fucking orchestral cannon. I don't think there's a cannon. There's no place for a cannon on Elmatic, though. Fucking like Leviathan. Or like, I don't know. <laughs> <or> like, <laughs> I wonder if they're going to do, though, if, if he's going to do more songs. Jerome's niece. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Because Illmatic's not a very long album, so like, is it going to be just like a 45-minute show? I doubt it. I bet he'll do more songs after that. That album's 36 minutes. Is that it? Mm-hmm. It's only nine songs. Unless he does some remixes or some extra cuts from like um, that era. Right. Like that's the what I'm saying. Like after, or something like that. After It Ain't Hard to Tell, maybe he'll do like another 10 songs from his career. Mm-hmm. Nothing you know? lasts forever. Or right. Like, 
Uchi Wally. Uchi Wally. Yeah, you owe me? <laughs> Yo, I want to see a fucking upright bass, do you owe me? <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh I don't think it'll just be a short like Does he have an opener? I, I doubt it. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Little Nas X. <laughs> <laughs> old old Wolf Trap Road. Yeah. Hey, what do you Got guys the think horses. about these, these abortion laws that are popping up? Um, terrible. They're all. It's all a play to get to the Supreme yep. Court. Yep. That's why they're going so extreme with their laws because someone will obviously challenge, mm-hmm. and then the Supreme Court will hear the case. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, while it's being challenged, I think it's still the law is still in place, so it's still going to affect people. And then when it gets, when it gets to the Supreme Court, who knows? You know. Uh, well, I think who knows in, in in the sense of they can rule on part of it. They can say, well putting someone in jail for 99 years we we don't like that like you know i wonder how much of it can be upheld and how much of it can be rejected which parts i don't even know how that really works but i feel like that's how they work i feel like by from not knowing how they work that's how they work um or not investigating but i mean the women who were on the republican side in the state of georgia are women so they do know that you can get pregnant and not know you're fucking pregnant for like a couple months and what the six-week law just demands. You're talking you about the women who voted for Donald Trump? Yeah. You're talking about those women? Yeah. Okay. A lot of people voted for or Donald not. Trump, and they don't, they don't even necessarily Republican like Donald Trump, policies. but this is their path to abortion being outlawed. Nope. They've made that deal. Uh, we're okay with all the other shit. We need a Republican president, because, and we're, we want to keep him in office, by the way, and we don't want him to lose to a Democrat in a couple years because he might be able to name another Supreme Court judge as, as soon as Ruth Bader Ginsburg gets too old or whatever so this is the deal they've made so that as soon as they get this chance now as soon as kavanaugh you know gets confirmed okay now let's start working on passing these laws and then they'll get to that supreme court and who knows what could happen but those women they their allegiance is to our lord and savior jesus christ not to the you know the, the women they're affecting plus they'll get their abortions if one of their daughters gets knocked up they'll They'll get some clandestine abortions that is okay for them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's the women who are poor, the women who don't have access to to a clinic or whatever, even to get their pregnancy diagnosed, not diagnosed, but tested. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that are fucked. Get it diagnosed. Diagnosed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I got the results of your test back. I hope you're sitting down. (laughs) Got the diagnosis. A child is not a pre-existing condition. It's a baby. All right, these texts have to stop. I can't. My phone can't keep vibrating and me not check it. Well, now it's now it's the other one. Yeah, I know. I know. It's just there's a lot so of. So we got two group dramas going on. Yeah, it's and you know I'm oh, trying to shit. focus on the podcast here, but I really want to <laughs> jump in, get your teeth. I really want to screenshot yeah. shot some shit and be snarky. Hell yeah, that's my that's my uh, wheelhouse. <laughs> right. True. Yeah. So now, like, it's all these abortion laws are trying to one up each other. It's like, uh, well, we're just gonna make it six weeks and then it's like oh we're gonna actually punish the mothers and oh we're gonna even if you have a miscarriage you could be prosecuted if you have a miscarriage because you did drugs for example then you could be prosecuted you know what you're gonna go to jail for the rest of your life for some miscarriage so you know then other people are pointing out if if that's true if the if six weeks is the number does child support start at six weeks if it's viable like you know like where where do you draw the line on all the other shit that comes along with having a baby they never do because they never did. No, because they're just 
it was always that way, though. They used to say it was George Carlin, pro-life or whatever, but then once you're born, yeah. F you. They're fetus files. Is that a term? I'm coining that. Fetus files. That's fetus yours. files. That's yours. You just got it. Yeah. They love fetuses. <laughs> Can't get enough of fetuses. Once you get born, fuck you, fetus. Yeah, when, once your fetus is a cletus, then what? what? do you think about the uh, the the... The boycott from Hollywood and Georgia. Makes sense. Yeah, it's the only way to really impact, I think. Now, there's the other angle of all the black people who will be affected won't have jobs and stuff like that. Well, that's – and some people like uh, Jen Kirkman, comedian, people were like hitting her up about, are you going to boycott and never do a show in Georgia? And she was like, I'm a struggling comic. Like, that's not the way that works for me. I can't take money out of my pocket. I'll go and do a lot of pro light or pro choice mm-hmm. jokes, but it's different when a movie studio. That's that's a real like yeah. impact. Yeah, a comic canceling a weekend at a at a club, they'll just replace you with somebody else, and right. it's not going to impact. It's not going to make headlines. But yeah, if because a bunch of shows film in Atlanta, right? Yeah, I mean that's yeah. a gigantic metropolitan city. Yeah, you know it's not all just. That's a that's a kind of foolish way to protest. To be honest, I mean, if you got deep enough pockets, maybe you can take such a stance on that profile or on that level. But not her, no way. And it's also a principle stance. Like you can just say, "Well, I mean, I'm not even. I don't even know if my dollars will change anything. Right. But I just can't work in this state. You know, I just personally, I can't do it. Well, I, they I also can have the that. thing of that you could you could take any monies you earn through the Hollywood studios and, and plow them into the organizations mm-hmm. that are right. down there who are fighting this. Right. But I'm like, you know, you can still pull out and still put monies right. into these organizations. Right. Mm-hmm. You can do both. You can do both. You don't have to do one or the other. True. True. You know. Yeah, you, you got to fight big fetus. <laughs> there you go. You know. <laughs> you can do both. Fetus files. Fetus files. Don't make your fetus a cletus. Well, that's the whole thing. I mean, y'all, Georgia, you had the opportunity to have a governor in place who wouldn't sign this bill. You've had the opportunity to elect Democrats into office. You've had the opportunity to fight against uh, voter suppressionary laws. You don't turn out. And I'm speaking now to liberals and Democrats. They don't turn out. There's also major gerrymandering. Which yeah. uh, you had the opportunity waters to over- down the Democrat to over- vote. You had the opportunity to overturn all that. All you had to do was just turn out in force when these things, when all this gerrymandering was going on, and the vote suppression was going on. And I guess we, what it was more important for you to go have a mimosa or something, or not eat a peach, not be not be out <laughs> in these streets. Watch there was Laquisha. a way. There was a way for you to combat all of this. There's always been a way, and you didn't take it. Or you were too busy voting for the third party candidate who was going to let it all burn down. Well, this is what a burning it down looks like. Mm-hmm. Right. This is this is people people are going to get hit by the fire. Yeah. We've been saying this, and here it is. Okay. So what's going to happen is this is going to go to the Supreme Court, and then Roe v. Wade is going to be overturned. And you That's can say goal. that it's not going to happen, but you'd be stupid to believe that. Mm-hmm. Well, the the people are trying to make it happen. Right. It might not happen, but the point oh, is people to. are closer to making it happen it than they were before. It would be simpler. And it would be far smarter to just work underneath the assumption that it is going to happen. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's it's people are actively taking steps right. to make that happen. So you at least have to go in with the idea that so you have to take the necessary steps to stop it. But you didn't do that, now did you? Right. The big one for me is the voter suppression. Black people have been telling y'all for years we've, our, our vote has been getting suppressed. 
and you all didn't turn out to vote, half the population doesn't vote. But in the meantime, that half the population doesn't vote is impacted by everything that's going on around them, impacted by every decision that is made by people that you wouldn't vote for. Or you wasted your shit on some third party to prove a point, some, some such nonsense. Well, here you are. Here we are. Well, mm-hmm. All of this was on the ballot. Yeah. But all that's, of this uh, has always been on the ballots. That's one of those things, too, where a lot of those people not caring is because it doesn't affect them. Mm-hmm. You know, my life is no different with this president or that president. Mm-hmm. Bill Berto, you Bill Burr talks about that. Yeah. I Which, don't know if he's still talking it, but I know he he used to. It's probably true. If you're if you're a white dude, middle class, mm-hmm. probably the I mean, yeah, the taxes might change from year to year. You pay a little more, you pay a little less. But everything else is kind of the same. Now, in this case, there are a lot of uh white teenage girls who get pregnant. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And get abortions. And so it is actually hitting closer to home for those people who can be apathetic. And they can't all do the old uh, abortions okay for my case thing that like the rich people do where they go get that that uh, back you know not even back alley but just back room <laughs> abortion you better go mm-hmm. be worried about these this chinese room. tariffs that are about to start that have started you better be worried about that well that's where it starts now it's like your apathy actually affects you for a long time it didn't it affected other people that you didn't really consider so what what you know what are you supposed to do now some shit's too it's too late for some shit like they have the votes mm-hmm. so you can make noise. You can cancel people. You can do all that shit. But they have the votes. The Supreme Court has the votes if they want, you know, to outlaw abortion, mm-hmm. unless uh, unless they choose not to hear it, or John Roberts says, uh, like he's done before, like with the health care thing, goes against the party line. Mm-hmm. You just got to hope, you know. Yeah. He's gonna be like, oh, John Roberts saved us. Thank you, John Roberts. We're having a conscious for a change. Good luck. Yeah, we wouldn't have to fuck with hope if people would do their shit. Right. Yeah, especially when you do like these national polls on how people feel about abortion. Over- overwhelmingly, people support abortion being legal. You right. know, like it doesn't reflect the will of the people. But these uh, religious people are cheaters, turns out. They like to cheat their way into office, even though they're following God, who says don't do that. Because ultimately, they'll do anything to outlaw abortion. Yeah. They'll make any deal they can to outlaw abortion. That's what's going on right now. They'll have Trump as their president. Mm-hmm. They'll steal seats in the Senate They'll or in the it's Supreme not Court. Just, as far as Trump being president, it's not just abortion laws. It's everything that everything that comes along with Trump, which is the, the, the return of white supremacy. All right. And, by the way, we'll get these abortion laws taken care of, too. But we do want this white supremacy to be first out way out in front i want these people in their place and i want to be back in my place which is at the top i think though also for and i want these abortion laws for a long time there have been a large number of one issue voters Mm -hmm. and their one issue is abortion Mm -hmm. and they don't care about anything else about that candidate they're just god told them abortion is wrong these are all god's children and that's as far as they think and so everything else that comes along with it even if it's things that go bad in their lives they don't care because this is, I'm following what God wants me to follow. So those people do show up and vote. Mm-hmm. You know, they make it a point to vote. And they really make it a point to not care about any other Well, in the meantime, outcome. Um, on the other side, you've been allowing these people to have their own opinions. And there's nothing wrong with that. And uh, 
not doing your due diligence, not going on a vote. Who votes in off-year elections? Except for this last election, who votes in off-year elections? What happened to Barack Obama in his off-year elections? Right. You know, after he passes health care, after he gives you health care, you don't turn out and vote in off-year elections and there's a Republican resurgence. That shouldn't have happened. Right. But mm-hmm. why did that happen? That shouldn't have happened. It happened because you didn't turn out and vote. And then when you didn't turn out and vote, you had an off year, and then all these these draconian voter suppression laws got put into place. Now, Obama fucked up a lot, and the biggest fuck-up to me from Obama did was not placing Merrick Garland, which he should have just went ahead and did. Right. And um, not telling everybody about Russia, which he should have just went ahead and did. Right. You know, instead he kept trying to play by these by these draconian rules that they have shown you repeatedly they don't care about. They have shown you this, and yet you keep holding out for some sort of good faith thing, which is so right. fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of. I'm tired, man. I don't trust anybody. You can't trust anybody. This you can't trust. You can't trust your allies. You really can't trust the people in, in power to have to have your best interests at heart because they. It has been. It should be clear to everybody that does, and you still need to vote. Right. You still need to go out and vote. You know, but I don't trust that. I don't trust the people to do the right thing. Look at what they're doing now with look who they're pushing. They're pushing Biden, Buttigieg. Yeah, Biden's like the top guy right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's uh, extremely moderate. It's Democrat, Democrats fear we need yeah. a white guy. Right. Because Democrats are returning to form, which is not, that's not the coalition that, 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 Elects change, but you're willing to revert back to it because we got to We somehow we got to get these Trump voters. Why the fuck would we want Trump voters? Well, that's one reason. What why, the fuck would we want them for? That's one reason why, in the first place, Obama chose Biden to be the vice president because mm-hmm. we need a white guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if he would have chosen Hillary, I don't know. Would he've gotten elected? Probably not. So there's even that like people needed to be placated like right, they, oh right, I feel good right. it's, a, it's our first black and president you can, and you tell liberals that you voted for him because of that too you because you need that no I don't yes you do yeah and they might even not have thought about it but let's just for as a thought experiment let's just uh, think about what would have happened if he would have chosen somebody else as his running mate he doesn't get elected and name a woman or a person of color in that he role he doesn't get elected if, if it was a black person there's no chance he gets elected no. if it was Hillary he might have but the chance was slimmer that he would yeah. get elected. Uh, so they needed the white guy there in that spot. Like, what if he what if he gets shot and we need a vice president to ascend? Okay, we got we trust Joe, you know. Yeah. Joe Biden, who had run for president like three times and, and lost every time. Never really got very far. And you see why. He's mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. he gives heartfelt speeches, but he's not really good on nope. ideas. Nope. You know? And now his new one for climate change is we gotta find middle ground. Right. Mm. On climate change? I think he means because the coasts will be flooded. <laughs> <laughs> we have to literally go to the middle of the Lake country. The flyover state. <laughs> yeah. yeah. On climate change, you got to find middle Let's ground. Let's all meet in Oklahoma. Is that what we have to do? Find middle ground on climate change. Yeah. Where's the middle ground at? Yeah. Well, you got you to find middle ground with the racists. Right. You got to reach out to these people. Mm. It's the same bullshit. It's just a political opinion. It's the same bullshit. What's the middle ground? Yeah. But when he gives a heartfelt speech, it's not about policy. He's a likable guy, you know. Yeah. He's he cares about people. He's thoughtful. But when he starts talking policy, it's like, oh, yeah. oh, really, dude? <laughs> like, is that what you're? Yeah. I got this movie idea. It's called Loquisha. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Exactly. Yeah, I don't. I don't see this ending well. Where are we at? Fifty nine minutes. Y'all want to start thinking about bringing this one home? Yeah. 
because we do have some things we have to do. Yeah. Yeah, we got uh, shows tonight. We're recording on a Saturday. Right, right. We all have shows tonight. I think we covered pretty much everything we wanted to. Uh, Yeah, we got, uh, I mean, we didn't talk about the NRA lady. Not the lady, but the NRA president right, said right. Rep. Lucy McBath, whose child was killed. Said so she got elected just because she's black. She's a minority female. Yeah. I was like, well, maybe she was motivated to. She was, yeah. So run. she's president of the NRA now. No, 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 no. This, yeah, one, this person who was the president of the NRA. Yeah, it's a woman now. No, Lucy McBath is a congresswoman yeah, now yeah, in yeah. Atlanta. Uh, new president Carolyn Meadows came at Representative Lucy McBath, who's a, out of Georgia, a Democrat. Um, Meadows, who's from Georgia, told Marietta Daily Journal that we'll get that seat back in reference to McBath, McBath's con- congressional seat in the 6th District. But it is wrong to say, like McBath said, that the reason she won was because of her anti-gun stance, Meadows said in the interview. That didn't have anything to do with it. It had to do with being a minority female. Mm-hmm. And the Democrats really turned out. And that's the problem we have with conservatives. We don't turn out well. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. saying it. Yeah, that's what everybody says about conservatives. They don't turn out. Yeah. <laughs> that's what everybody says. Yeah. The problem that you have is that, A, you don't like minorities. That's problem number one. Right. And, B, you are who you are. That's problem number two. Uh, McBath's son was Jordan Davis. And by the way, what is— uh, Killed at a gas station. Killed at the gas station. What is the president of the NRA doing uh, being involved in any type of political thing? That's not what they're for, right? Um, it's just strictly for guns, <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh, it's just to help uh, people learn gun safety. Uh, <laughs> advocate uh, for gun safety. Not not too short and not 50 political cent. parties. Yeah. <laughs> not political parties, right? So here's what Lucy McBath said. Hi, NRA, exclamation point. <laughs> it's time we clear something up. I won this race because after my son was senselessly murdered in 2012, I think that was his music was too loud. Was yeah, that the one? Yeah, okay. too loud at the gas station. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I this remember piece this. of shit pulled a gun out of his car, and it claimed they had a gun in their car. Yeah. Um, after my son was senselessly murdered in 2012, I stood up to do something about it. Um, she says, and yes, as a woman of color, I am proud to be part of the most diverse class in American history, referring to the 116th Congress, which included more women and people of color than ever before. Um, Meadows recently became the NRA's president after the previous head of the gun lobbying group, Oliver North, stepped down last month amid a serial... A series of scandals rocking the organization. Really, Oliver North in a series of scandals? Isn't that weird? <laughs> that's all he does. <laughs> he lives in scandal. Yeah, that's all he does. That's like bringing a West Coast offense coach yeah. to your team and your quarterback's not a West Coast quarterback. Yeah. Like he's, that's what he does. He brings West Coast. Um, the NRA did not immediately respond to HuffPost's request. McBath won her seat while touting gun reform in Georgia, a state with gun-friendly laws in the heart of the South. Which is gun reform the in the South. What's the reform? Highest <laughs> rates of gun ownership. What's what's the reform from a, from a gun state in the South? And the reform really mm-hmm. is just like, can we do a little more background checking? That's as far as the reform goes. It's right. really not like gun confiscation programs or anything. No, it's not. Yeah. Um, she also benefited from voters turning out in November to vote for Democratic gubernatorial candidate Stacey Abrams, who narrowly lost in an election marred by allegations of voter suppression. Republicans Newt Gingrich and Tom Price previously represented McBath's majority Republican, Republican district. Uh, so this is one of those strongholds where they always won. And here comes this minority woman of color just because her son got shot mm. um, winning the seat. So. You know, it wasn't on her merits or anything. That's a very common thing. All these uh, all these people of color are getting sitcoms. 
I keep pitching shows and no one's buying them. Tough to be a white guy. Mm. <laughs> All right, the texts are coming back in. This mm, is dominant. Yeah. Um, I need to get caught up on all this shit. Drama is afoot. Yeah, DC comedy uh, drama, which, you know, we're not, this is not DC comedy's thing. It's That's Baltimore comedy's thing is that ah. drama. <laughs> they fight it out all the time on Twitter or Facebook. There's a, so many threads of like. Still? There's people. I've been off Facebook. It's been glorious. I guess so many might be an exaggeration, but like sometimes these people will come in and comment like that fucking Devin Brent guy or whatever his name is. <laughs> uh, like, I see it. I mean, I'm not friends with that dude, but I'm like, how come you guys haven't blocked this guy? He's he's a piece of shit. Oh, he's, he's trolling he's, everyone. He's mentally compromised. Dude. Yeah, well. Come you know, block him then. What are you yeah. doing? Why are you yeah. indulging him? All right. I'm like, how come you guys, you guys just like, you must like it. You mm-hmm. must like yeah, it. they do. When like some guy throws racist shit around and you can. You can be uh, the better, the bigger person by it's a straw man dunking on him. Yeah. And now we're in dunk on culture. That's uh, dragging culture has given way to dunk on culture. That Everybody calling it now. Yeah. Oh, so and so got so and so had a dumb tweet and got dunked on by uh, other Twitter All users. All by people with a five inch vertical. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Fuck out of here. They're co-opting a sports term. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Oh man, Twitter! Twitter caught this person coming over the middle. <laughs> well, here's something that just popped up in Deadline: J.J. Abrams and Jordan Peele will shoot HBO drama Lovecraft Country in Georgia. I've read the book Lovecraft Country in Georgia, but they're going to donate the profits to fight heartbeat law. There oh, okay. You go. See, like I said, you can do both. Yeah, cool. That's the the fetal heartbeat law. Mm-hmm. At six weeks, you there may be a heartbeat. So, as far as people are concerned, heartbeat means alive. Means viable, I guess. Means it's a person. Uh, the other characteristics that you have, the little nubby fingers and stuff, aren't enough to make you a person. But when the heart starts beating, that means something. Maybe I'll donate my Wendy's profits to the heartbeat law. <laughs> there you go. Because considering their profiting kills enough yeah. adult heartbeats. <laughs> exactly. The heart disease <laughs> The heart disease lobby. That's Big heart right. disease. <laughs> Big artery is coming. <laughs> 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 All right, I, I need I need to get on these yeah, texts. Right, my right, phone right, is right, blowing right, up. Right, right, right. I I have this smartwatch on my wrist and it buzzes every time I get a text. Shit is getting good. The battery must be at like ten percent by now. <laughs> it keeps buzzing. Things about to pop. I got to be snarky. <laughs> I got to go. Heartbeat law. All right, y'all. Yeah. We're gonna bring this one home. We want to thank uh, Petey for sitting in with us. Hey, yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed uh, today's podcast. As always, we're more during it, bringing it to you. You F F F F L F L. Fucking freeloader for, for life. life. Yeah. Uh, hey, well, if you're if you're someone who enjoys paying for things, I'll be at the DC Improv starting tonight. Um, tonight through Sunday, me and Chris Lamberth, who uh, is a sock puppet as well, and Paul Verzi, and also also be in the lounge at the Improv on Friday and Saturday this weekend. So I'll be in the main room and the lounge. Check the website for all the show times and details. All right, now I'm getting a call. Uh, yeah, I know. I'll, yeah. I'll... Church of Satire, 6-7, Petey Steele, Hanover, go. Pennsylvania, 7 and 845. Lena Torres will be their host. And We're recording the podcast right now. And follow our podcast, Counter Currents DC. Wong, wong. <laughs> Yeah. Bong bong. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right, I, was, I was talking. I was on a speakerphone call. All right, Joe. While Petey was plugging his dates, 
Uh, All right, y'all. So come on back Monday. <laughs> well, not y'all. <laughs> Those who can come back on Monday, come back on Monday. How many people am I going to have to block after I check my phone? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> it will be here for y'all. Yeah. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. Peace, Steel. Hey, hey we're three guys on. <laughs> we're out. Hey, look in this bitch like I'm Turner C. Junior. See, sock puppet number one. Turner C. Junior. That's correct. You hit your chick. You Ike. Turner C. Junior. Hey, Turner C. Junior. Hey, Turner C. Junior. Hey, not them collar greens. We like them turn up greens, Junior. Yeah. Natalie Holloway, we hope she turn up C Junior. I agree. He's hating niggas with that burn up C Junior. Bam. Turn up C Junior. Blow. Turn up C Junior. Hey. Pull up at the club, we bout to turn up C Junior. Pull out on that cush, we bout to burn up C Junior. Swap, swap. Hit these weak niggas in they turn up C Junior. Blow. Turn up C Junior. Uh. Turn up C Junior. Hey. Fish in your microwave, we warm up C Junior. That's right. Riding on your horse, we got some stir C. Junior, hey, eating all your waffles with that syrup. C. Junior, yum, turn up C. Junior, yum, turn up C. Junior, hey, jump into conclusions like some hurdle. T. Junior, chill, we don't need no fuckboys in our circle. C. Junior, move, deliberate and juror on that murder. C. Junior, guilty, turn up C. Junior, hey, turn up C. Junior, hey, what? Uh, hey, what? That's correct, hey, what? Uh, I hey, go find Randolph hit him with that. Hey, hey.